0: We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for November 18th, 2018. And I'm going to really switch gears here. And this is going to get more into like biblical, um, uh, more of a biblical study on the back side. And this first one, I saw this uh, on the uh, Q reports. And it was a person that wrote in. Because it's on Steve Quayle's site and they get a lot of different people emailing stuff in. and uh, It's entitled, The human-animal hybrid army of Satan will be released with the fallen angels. Most will be stunned at what they're seeing, yet those who know me will prevail. Gone are the days of freedom now. Um, now, again, I have been... And it's not me, it's what the Bible says. Predicting that there's going to come a time when it's going to be overtly as the days of Noah. now it's it's the bible says as it was in the days of noah so shall it be in the days of the coming of the son of man which were in that and it also says you know as it was in the days of lot and you look at all of the gay bisexual transgender agenda which is sweeping the globe and usurping all of anybody who's a heterosexual usurping their rights and enforcing that and shoving that down our throats that's in full view you've got the alien abduction thing where about four percent of the population claims to have been abducted you've got all the studies i've done on the hubrids the hybrids how these things are being implanted into our society you have all of the different cryptozoological creatures which could also very very much be along the same lines of where you look in greek mythology you've got like the griffin and you've got the minotaur and you've got the cyclops you have all of these things that are related to the fallen angels of genesis 6 when the sons of god saw their daughters of the men that they were fair they took them wise all that they chose and they in those days the, the women bore them these giants these men of old men of renown which where you think of the all the Greek mythology of like Achilles, well, some looked human, some were were animal human hybrids, and all of these different things. The book of Enoch gets a lot into that. And I'm not saying that's part of scripture, but it is an expansion. Particularly the first part of the book of Enoch is an expansion on Genesis six, and I use it as a commentary. And in Enoch, it talks about that the giants or the um the fallen angels were basically procreating with you know not only the humans but also the animals and the fowls of the earth and the fish and all this and then you see all these hybrid type creatures well as it was in the days of noah which is the days we're in well which is the days we're going into socially being the days of the coming of man which is the days we're we're in and going into so you have to look and see if something lines up with scripture i've done umpteen studies on this subject and see if it lines up pray about it see if it bears witness with with the holy spirit lives inside you as a born-again Christian and um, you know take it to the Lord in prayer And this goes on to say I felt I was to wait until today 11 11 18 to release this post as always please take this to the Lord in prayer for confirmation the Lord Jesus then spoke into my spirit the animal human hybrid army of Satan will be released with the fallen angels most will be stunned at what they're seeing yet those that know me will prevail gone are the days of freedom now the rise of the beast is occurring what you're about what you read about in the myths and legends will be rising in front of your face to destroy to destroy all humanity to try to you know this i will not allow again this lines up with the word of god now if you go to 99 percent of your 501 c3 churches they're gonna say there's no validity to this genesis 6 was just the godly line of seth breeding with the wicked daughters of cain there's no bible to support any of that it's an absolute total you know wild speculation on their part cemetery brainwashing at work um this lines up with genesis 6 this lines up with the words of jesus christ and i mean i've been convicted for i don't know probably a couple decades at this point that this is going to be the case that this is going to happen and that it's just a matter of time and then it goes on to say remnant warriors get ready battle in the heavenlies as you have known for my angelic hosts are with you the destruction of this dimension will not occur until the time of the royal king kingdom is established so in other words satan's going to try to bring in his game plan and this animal human hybrid which i i think the grays and the aliens and the reptilians and all these things we hear about and and we see in sci-fi i think they're all part of that i think they're all part of that breeding program that the bible talks about um basically in genesis 6 and in enoch again not saying enoch is canon of scripture but i'm saying it's it's an expansion of genesis six there's one book of enoch out there that i recommend it's the blue hardcover from like i don't know some baptist theological press it's hard to find i think it's out of print it's a little blue hardcover and it's all cross-referenced like if there's a verse it's cross-referenced with with the king james bible verse that corresponds and cross-confirms it which is so neat when you read that anyway um then it goes on to say, don't think you can fight the evil of Satan on your terms. You must fight with holiness and righteousness using my word as the sword. And I have emphasized this point over and over and over. That you're not going to be able to go into the, if, if you're ever called to this type of battle with one of or several or whatever with these entities, you cannot go with like, you know, a grenade launcher or whatever and expect to win the battle. God's not going to get any glory if you do it that way anyway. And he shares his glory with nobody. This is a, this is literally like the spiritual battle that we're in coming to life and turning from a spiritual into a fleshly battle right in front of you. Now, it's still a spiritual battle, but it's going to manifest in the flesh. And again, I've been teaching this. I believe this, this is, Personally, I believe this is my overt calling, more than even this ministry. I've been waiting for this, and it doesn't because I think I'm Mr. B- big and Bad, but I cannot help the calling that I feel God has put upon me ever since I've been a small child, even before I was saved. He was implanting thoughts and showing me kind of like visions of this in my own head. And, um, I personally can't wait for this because I feel like when it gets down to this, people are going to have to really get serious. They're going to have to make up their mind. They're going to have to just stop playing church at that point when you've got overt things like this in your face. You're not going to be able to ignore. You're not going to be able to ignore human hybrid um, or these animal hybrid human army or whatever, Satan. You're not going to be able to ignore that. You know, there's no way. You're going to have to make a choice. Either you're going to fight or you're going to cave into the fear and you're going to fall away. And I think that this will be a major thing that separates, you know, separates in the kingdom, divides the wheat from the chaff type of thing. So you must fight with holiness and righteousness using my word as the sword. Speak forth that which my spirit brings up. Now, if you don't have any scripture memorized, and remember, this is the full armor of God, above all, taking up the shield of faith, wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You know, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword the Bible talks about. is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in condemnation, God will condemn. Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. These are like the verses you need to be committing to memory. Okay, If you don't have any scripture memorized, when it comes to this battle, and not only that, but faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, How are you going to have faith to go into battle if you don't have any word of God memorized? Now, I'm not condemning my listeners. I'm just saying I'm I'm bringing up a question I would ask to myself or anyone else. If you think you're called to that battle, I I would, you know, and even if you're not overtly called, you never know. You may not think you're called and you may be put in a position where you got no choice. You know? Like, it's either do or die. And so you may be put into that position. I can't wait for it because I've been like in such a mindset for this for so long. I just feel like this is going to be a major thing that a lot of people are going to get saved from. Because they're going to see how real the Bible really is. It's going to be very, very in your face, very overt, very do or die. And I think that's a good thing because it's going to force a lot of people's hands. And it's going to show who the pretenders are. And I say that to myself as much as anyone else. I can sit here and talk big and bad, but I'm not doing it through myself. I'm not relying on my, myself for any of this. I'm literally relying on the Lord Jesus Christ, on the Holy Spirit that dwells within me, on the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, on the full armor of God. I'm literally relying just on that i'm not doing it for my glory i want god to be glorified i want the lord jesus christ to be glorified i want father god to be glorified and i want to see many people get saved i don't care if 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 god uses me in this capacity i don't care if i'm ever known about i don't care if anybody i mean but i do want the exploit to be known because i see a lot of people getting saved when this gets overt you know so now, again, not everybody's called, overtly. But you, you don't know what you might be thrust into either. So I would still say be prepared. Speak forth that which my spirit brings up, for those will be the weapons against the demonic forces. Well, you know, true. I rebuke Satan with my words, so must you. You've got to do it the way Jesus did it. And he didn't even sit there and, and, you know, the most he said to Satan was the Lord rebuke you in regard to having like a conversation. But other than that, all he did is quote scripture to Satan. So he's our ultimate example. Gather together through prayer and fasting for the time of demonic unleashing is coming quickly. This will be the testing of the saints like never seen in history. See, faith isn't really faith unless it's tested. But when faith is tested and it prevails, it grows. And when your faith grows, your shield grows. Because it's the shield of faith, right? Wherewith you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. persevere and fight the good fight staying true to my word fires of holiness will be seen on my remnant warriors it's only a remnant guys it's only a remnant i hate to say this it's only a remnant that's going to get saved according to scripture according to the day and times we're living in if we're living in a time like noah's day was there a lot of people saved in noah's day eight people on the ark got actually saved and i don't think all of them were even good people like ham and his wife probably I mean look what Ham did. I'm not saying only you know six people are going to get saved or whatever. I'm not saying that but all I'm saying is that it was it God always preserves a remnant. But it's typically never more than a remnant that actually, you know, gets saved. And I don't mean to be a, a downer, but I'm talking from a scriptural standpoint that's typically the way it works out. fires of holiness will be seen on my remnant warriors just as was seen on moses free yourself from all that binds you i think what he's in reference to there is when moses came down from the mountain, and his face shone because he'd spent time with god so much that you couldn't even look at his face so i had to veil his face because you couldn't even handle looking at moses's face that's what he's talking about free yourself from all that binds you which is going to lead into the next part of this study and I say this as much to myself as, as anyone else. I'm not saying this because I say I'm perfect and I'm so holy and so pure and so righteous. I'm not. Let me wash you clean from all your sins so Satan can't come in and destroy you because the sin is like cracks, chinks in our armor. And if you're going out to fight a battle, you don't want chinks in your armor. Press forward, look up, to me for your strength for the battles will be fierce before I return yet in the midst of the storm there I am Um, alright so we have that alright so continuing on this is um, entitled mayday mayday a profound warning for all Um, this is a prophecy and I don't normally read prophecies but again take it to the Lord in prayer ask yourself does this line up with scripture I've seen a lot of different prophecies along these lines. And this kind of lines up with the last one. Now, again, I'm not going to turn contending for truth into some. I'm just going to start reading prophecies after. But, again, I hardly ever do this. And I'm only going to do it if I feel led to do it. And it lines up with Scripture. So take it to the Lord in prayer. And, you know. But, again, compare it with Scripture. Um, So it starts out by saying, It is I, daughter, your good shepherd... And your mighty king, it is I who have the keys of death and hell and have redeemed mankind with my spilled blood. I alone am worthy to open the scrolls and reveal the the end from the beginning. My resurrection from the dead, my ascension to the Father, fulfilled the design from from before the foundation of the world. To those who believe these words are true, enter into my spiritual rest. To those in open defiance to these truths, I am bringing about a swift and decisive final end. To you as rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and eternal destruction is your end. Meaning those in rebellion toward God, essentially, into his word. There is a point in every soul's life when a choice must be made for eternal spiritual life with me. Or the mind of carnal man which operates to serve and satisfy the lusts of the flesh. Which is what we all battle, if you think about it. Always leading to destruction and eternal death. Many of you have already faced this moment and made your decision many more have not meaning many have already chosen to go the way of the world okay is what this is saying which is true it's the majority like of the corporate 501c3 church i hate to say it now i'm not saying nobody's going to get saved i'm just saying that a lot of them have chosen that way uh, this life is but a vapor, a fleeting moment, the vanities therein slowly corroding the souls of those who come in agreement with the dark spirits and forces, only to succumb to them and fall into spiritual desolation and oblivion. If you're reading or hearing these words now, you must ask yourself very seriously, have you in the past and are you making decisions and choices now for yourselves and your loved ones that only serve to feed and gratify the physical flesh? Even if only for a brief season completely neglecting the absolute truths of my word and the necessity preparations that should be carried out to ensure that your futures are, sec- are s- secure eternally with me. In giving you free will, I have given you the opportunity to choose life or de- over death and peace, joy, and love over darkness, solitude, and separation eternally. Why then, as I look upon the earth, do I see so many putting their faith, hope, trust in man's carnal mindsets? the doctrines of devils and the traditions not ordained by me. A false sense of security has gripped men's lives and the continual repetitive choices to make preparations for their physical well-being rather than um, for their eternal souls will be their demise. To continue to live in this world and remain numb to who I am will cost you everything. Meaning, like, just live in whatever way you want to live and calling yourself a Christian. Okay? Here hear my words this day, in that moment when I require your life from you, you will face the outcome of this most crucial choice that I've given you. Are you able to stand before me and answer for the life that I've given you, basically right now? Will you be able to accept that in the here and now, you were given a choice in free will and you chose created things and things manifested in fleeting and this fleeting and temporal world over eternity with your creator? For I tell you, it is then that the choice you have made will be revealed to you and the gravity of your decision. Could I be any more clear to you? Can you not hear the cry of my heart and the love that I have for you in my great mercy? Screaming for your attention, my love for you has no bounds, but I force no one. I loved you first insomuch so much that I paid the ultimate price for you. My blood poured out so that you could make this choice to be free. Why then, my people, do you choose to remain in bondage and enslaved by the systems that mandate and control your lives? Why do you believe the lies and sink deeper and darker into the schemes of the enemy and ensuing deception? Why do you allow yourselves and your loved ones to continue to be indoctrinated and slowly poisoned by the prince who has dominion over this earth? I tell you why. You do not believe in the importance and the absolute necessity of standing on my word and my promises and, As the very foundation of your existence here, you've brought into the illusion that man has the answers and that if you consider yourselves good people and your hearts are right in that place, that you are secure and you have a foundation that will stand when all comes crumbling down. This is a lie from the pit of hell. And your example, meaning there, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Because those are three different Bible verses that just kind of confirm what was said. Um, this is a lie from the pit of hell. And your example is a direct influence to your loved ones and all those you come in contact with. Almost every area of modern life has been polluted, distorted, twisted, and remade to sublimely indoctrinate information and knowledge that is not of me, but comes directly from he who governs this realm. My people, you are being destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have not chosen to make the choices necessary to preserve your spiritual eternities. Take the time to do a thorough review of your daily lives and pay attention to all that is presented to you in the form of technology, media, business, and entertainment. Now, something that I I was reading this the other day, and this is a segue off it, I was just reading this, and it says in Psalm 11, verse 4, The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his his eyelids try, the children of men. The Lord tryeth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Well, the thing I kind of got convicted of when I read that, the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Think about a lot of modern day sports. Football, UFC, boxing, hockey, any overt contact sport. Isn't that all kind of based on violence? And I'm not saying I haven't watched this stuff in the past. Okay, I'm not saying that like I'm Mr. Puritanical and I've never, whatever. Um, but the wicked and him that loveth violence, his so, I mean, in order to get a football down the field into the end zone, don't you have to use violence in order to move that football down the field? In order to move a hockey puck down the ice, don't you have to use, a lot of times, overt violence to get it there? In order to win a fight in UFC or boxing or these types of things, don't you have to use violence in order to subdue your opponent? I'm just saying. I mean, when when it says, pay attention to all that is presented to you in the form of technology, media, business, and entertainment. Okay, entertainment would fall under the classification of like sports. And some, I think, are, are more overt than others because some really, really encompass violence in order to get the job done. Um, and then what, what does that kind of remind me of? Well, then if you go eight chapters ahead, Psalm 19, verse 13, you hear me say this after the end of every, uh, when I pray, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Presumptuous sins are sins that you're doing that you're presuming are not sins. But in God's eyes, they are sins. But you're presuming, they're presumptuous, you're presuming they're not they're, they're nothing, they're not a sin. So what happens? then you become destroyed for lack of knowledge so keep back thy servant also from pre- presumptuous sins let them not have dominion over me because when you presume when you're in a sin that's presumptuous then your um and you keep doing it then it then it starts to have dominion over you Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Okay, now let's go back to this um, prophecy, this word. Look closely and pray for discernment as you search for the roots and the motives of all that is daily in front of you. There is a beginning to it all, and if you... um, you truly desire truth, I will reveal to you the hidden agendas behind it all. So seek God about that. You know, search for the roots and the motives of that's in front of us every day. I will reveal to you the hidden agendas behind it all and the slow and numbing destruction of your souls that is taking place. It's kind of like boiling a water, a frog in lukewarm, you put him in lukewarm water and then you slowly turn up the water until he's, he's in boiling water and he doesn't jump out. That's how Satan likes to work, where it's subtle, where we don't realize it's happening. As the heavens thunder, you will suddenly find yourselves without a foundation. And when the illusion that you believed in as your reality here will be dissolved in an instant now i think a lot of that would also relate to like your typical 501c3 church brainwashing its congregants into thinking oh well jesus is just going to rapture us all tomorrow and we're all going to get taken away we're not going to suffer what about all the other christians that are suffering and dying every day in like other parts of the world what about that you know i mean they're suffering they're being persecuted they're dying are we better than them in america or something i mean i'm just saying so a lot of the placating 501c3 church pastors that you know oh, everything's gonna be good and this and that and we're gonna get raptured and we're, and we're not gonna suffer any and all this other stuff would i kind of would think that when it says you will suddenly find yourselves without a foundation and the illusion that you believed in is your reality will dissolve here in in an instant i mean what if we do get invaded by these by these all of this stuff that i've predicted what if this in conjunction with an alien invasion in conjunction with a pandemic in conjunction with troops um foreign troops coming up from Mexico and into, from California and then all of the uh, all of the embedded um, Islamic terror cells going live and hot and all of the drug cartels going live and, and then Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all of the other groups going live and hot all at the same time. And them creating all... I mean, that could be a, a real like falling away moment for a lot of people in the... particularly the 501c3 church. In that instant, the illusion when that illusion that you believed in your reality will dissolve in an instant. Then you will recognize that the time you were previously given to acquire revelation, counsel, knowledge, and wisdom from me will have been spent foolishly pursuing selfish desires. Now, that is the that is the reality for most people that I think call themselves Christians. And again, I'm not saying this because I don't think I deserve death and hell because I think I do. Okay, apart from Jesus Christ, that's all I deserve. So I'm not saying this like, oh, I'm Mr. Judgmental and you're all so horrible and i'm so perfect i am not saying that at all but i'm just saying i mean this lines up a lot with the whole premise of why contending for truth.com exists you know i do not speak these words to condemn you but rather again to open my heart to you in my great love so that you and those you lead will be saved. I know the plans I have for each of you and they are never plans to harm you. In the world filled with so many lies, I urge you to please consider deeply in your hearts my words of truth. Again, that's all I report on every single week are all of the lies that are being foisted on us and all the things they're covering up and all the ways they're they're killing us that they're not telling us about. We We literally live in this world that's just pure lies if you believe the mainstream media so there's so many ways to be destroyed for lack of knowledge i urge you to please consider deeply in your hearts my words of truth i have written my word that i will pour out my spirit in these last days that's true and i'm doing so in my servants and the prophets i mean I've, I've heard this exact same kind of warning over and over and over again a lot in the last couple years and again, it lines up with the Word of God. So, you, well, no, it's it's heresy. No, it, tell me how this doesn't line up with the Word of God. Anyway, heed their warnings. And, and it, but again, try, try the prophets. Try the spirits. Deuteronomy 18, test of a prophet. If what the prophets said doesn't come to pass, they're not from me. Or if what they say comes to pass, but it leads you in a direction away from God, they're not of me. That's another test of a prophet in like a few chapters before Deuteronomy 18. So just don't believe every single prophet, whatever they're saying, you know, see if it lines up with the word of God, pray about it, fast about it, if need be, um, heed their warnings and discern the heart of your father and creator, the spirit of truth in what I am speaking. I am that I am, and I will not be mocked carefully and with great concern and attentiveness. Look at everything you engage and participate in. Review the places you frequent. What company do you keep? Do you fellowship with those who do not admire my truths or uh, compromise in their walks all the while professing me? Do you do the same in your inner circles? Do you walk circumspectly, meaning watchfully, basically, and pray for my discernment, wisdom, and counsel in every area of your lives or that of your loved ones? Or do you feel the need to be entertained, therefore opening the door to the enemy? for him to manipulate and stimulate the mind and the senses. Do you attend churches and or fellowships that are not completely biblical, biblically sound and have mixed rituals and traditions and doctrines of men in their teachings? Well, that would be most of the churches especially the ones where you get into like catholicism or like the anglican church or lutherans or a lot of these ones that have a lot of these traditions of men woven in or ones that celebrate ishtar easter or ones that celebrate christmas which is the birthday to the sun god tammuz these are all pagan holidays that have been literally real re-amalgamated into the um the the 501c3 corporate churches I've done teachings on every single one of these. Ishtar, it's Easter, Christmas. Some of them celebrate Halloween. Valentine's Day, that's another pagan holiday. I'm talking, these are holidays where they're sacrificing human beings and we're celebrating them in the churches. Then there's there's the other things of like liturgical things that they have going on, like Catholicism would be a great, or Orthodox churches or whatever, where they're doing all these unbiblical things in the church. They're praying to saints, the, these idols. We're, we're not to bow down to idols. I mean, there's all these things going on in the churches. And a lot of them are, are overtly pagan. Um, as rebellion in any form is as the sin of witchcraft. And I tell you, there is prevalent in your days more witchcraft, especially in your churches, than you would ever believe. Because they haven't done their homework about the overt witchcraft going on in the churches but see and again that's why i came out that's why i mean i, I mean i gave it a good go <laughs> i was I, I really did pentecostal charismatic went to a lutheran middle school was brought up in, a, went to a catholic high school went to the most hardcore sect of baptists for a long long time and i just you know anyway um if you, would, if you would only simply open your spiritual eyes and ears to what my spirit is saying to you in this late hour, you're incredibly blessed in that much truth is available about most of the man-made traditions being practiced if you would only seek to find the truth. You are directly responsible and accountable in what you participate in. So if you still continue to engage in pagan practices and lead others, especially your children, to do the same, you are responsible for these choices. Many, many things that are part of modern daily life are nothing more than witchcraft. And if you participate, and if you participate, you immerse yourselves in darkness and in direct disobedience to my commands. You are not excused from this knowledge, discerning good from evil, light from darkness, because I have placed my spirit, Holy Spirit, within you. He's talking to Christians here, and it is your responsibility to seek and learn truth. That's, again, that's why I started this ministry. Claiming to be ignorant will not avert the outcome of your rebellion. Are my words bearing witness with you? Is my spirit piercing your hearts, dividing asunder your souls from your spirits? Is it sharper than any two-edged sword? Am I the discerner of your hearts? Does this truth circumcise your flesh and cause the dross to begin to be burned off of your sinful natures and your sinful ways. The kingdom of heaven is at hand and those who refuse to take these words to heart will find themselves standing outside the gates of my kingdom with great wailing and gnashing of teeth. Man, that doesn't get any more serious than that. That really doesn't, guys. I mean, I'm sorry. This scares the you-know-what out of me. Because I'm not saying I'm perfect. Your cries at that point, however, will not be heard for it is you that have chosen to separate yourself from me. I have told you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But that, but that is, but that is, that is, that it is you who will walk away from me by the choices you make here and now each day as you arise. Knowing that my mercies are new every day, won't you come to me with a contrite, broken and surrendered hearts? Give me your all, your hearts, your minds, your wills and your very lives. For I tell you, time is no more And before you realize what has occurred, even the freedom that you have to hear and read these words will be stripped from you. And I think that's part of the reason I'm reading this today because, I mean, like, they're trying to take me down every way you can imagine. I mean, people are emailing me saying, I can't find your website. I can't, I can't, you're not on any kind of search I can, or Google search or whatever. Now, some people can find it, some people can't. But, I mean, they're trying... I mean, I put out emails. I don't think a lot of people are getting my emails. I have people telling me all the time, they're emailing me and I'm not getting the emails. I mean, I, they're like, I tried to email you four times, I can't get through. If that's the case, if you're emailing me and I'm not emailing you back, use the contact page at contendingfortruth.com because that usually always works. But I mean, they're doing all kinds of stuff to against me and a lot of other people that's very, I think, even covert on a lot of levels and um i I just really i don't know how much time we got left where we're out i mean me or anyone else will be able to put out truth um so again a day is coming it is almost upon you that there will not be this opportunity to hear and read my words in this way for the dark forces are increasing their efforts and control of any talk of me publicly will be condemned You are seeing this play out already in your lives. I mean, I just don't see things moving in a wonderful direction like some of the people are saying it's going to be. Trump's going to bring everything back. and Everything's going to be, you know, roses or whatever. I see evil. I mean, the stuff they're doing out in California alone and getting away with. And, you know, the mainstream media totally covers up. Alex Jones won't talk about it at all. There's a lot of things Alex Jones won't even touch. A lot of the subjects that I cover, or a lot of other people cover Fukushima, dues, weapons. I mean, a lot of the true agendas. And he's been pretty good about pedophilia as of late. And I'm not saying there's nothing he won't, but it's like, man, there's a lot of things that he won't ever touch. Goes on to say, Yes, my people, the choice to publicly profess and claim me as king and messiah is becoming more and more a persecution for those who choose me. But what do you have to lose? A dying world under a curse filled with empty promises whose end is always death and destruction? In the end, and in the end of ways of man is upon you, all that matters is what you've done with the lives I've given you. So just think about that. What have you done with the life God has given you? When you go before God, what What fruit will you be able to show him? Now I say this as much to myself as I say to anyone else. I'm not saying that in a a condemning way, but it is a kind of a valid thing to think about. And I don't mean earning your way into heaven. Have you fought for truth and forsaken all to acquire it? Or have you settled for what, which is only temporary and fleeting? You will only receive these words in this manner for a time before it will soon not be permitted I love you more than you can imagine, my people, and I wish that none would perish. Stop everything and be absolutely sure of where you stand and what you are believing in for your foundation. And there's a couple more here. Um, Here's another one. My people, do you have an idea what an incredible gift you have been given in my most holy son, Jesus? I have provided a way out for you A way out of your pain, your depression, your suffering, your loneliness, and the heavy cares of this world in which you live. All the world speaks of a coming time upon the earth of great tribulation. Each soul, and again, I mean, that's what the Bible says. (laughs) Great time of tribulation. Each soul deep in their hearts knows there's something unbalanced and unsettled at this time. Where do you think this this has come from? Or who do you think... Gently speaks to your soul, inviting you and drawing you into a deeper relationship with me. All is not hopeless. All is not lost. Again, I've provided a way out of the darkness that has so enveloped you. My heart mourns for those who feel that they are not loved, for those who feel as if their life has no purpose, no meaning, for this is a lie of the enemy. You must know that I am your father, and there is no one that has cared for you more than I have. Read my word. I speak again and again of my love for all men. I wish that none would be lost. This is why now at this time I am speaking to so many of my servants about repentance. Words of warning about the condition of of your souls. All the things you have put your dependence upon. Your focus. These are the things of this world. My kingdom is not of this world. In my kingdom there is no suffering, no pain, no sorrow, no hopelessness, and no fear. But know this. My... uh, But... Know this, this gift of my son and my invitation to allow him to give you access to me through his shed blood is a choice of free will. I will never force you to believe in me or believe I sent my son to redeem you. I, the choice will always be yours. This should show you how very much I love you in that I would never command you to love me as well. I want your heart and I want all of it, but I must, it must be of your own accord. Please allow me to soothe the hurts and the pains in your life. I can fill that emptiness in your heart and turn your sorrow into joy. I can bring you a peace that exceeds all understanding. I am the only way you will find relief of your soul that you are desperate for. Let me show you this. Give me a chance to comfort you and, I, and it will be well with your soul. You have my word on this. I cannot let you down. You you must turn from your worldly pleasures now. They can only offer you promises that can never fulfill you in the ways in which you search. Your soul is the only thing that will matter very soon in your relationship with me. For all these things, all these other things are soon passing away. Your father, I mean, yeah, I mean, if this stuff goes down like i just talked about today. Just imagine if this stuff starts to go down. Well, <laughs> all the, a lot of the things that we put our attention on, you know, it's going to be probably gone overnight. It, it's just going to be gone. Because, you know, the internet might not even exist in, in you know, I just, I just see yeah, how that could really be gone very quickly. Here's another one. I have come to bring light to this world, but your hearts have become dull and cold. You've allowed the enemy to lull you into a deep sleep. So many things consume your time and energy. Do you even ask yourself each day, is this the Father's will? you do not you go about in vain operating in your own selfish desires and ambitions all of which have nothing to do with my kingdom so i mean that's a really good thing to think about do you ask yourself each day is this the father's will whatever i'm actually doing it's something i think very very good to get in the habit of and it's it's biblical i mean let's face it when will you learn my stubborn people wake up the day of the lord approaches so quickly now and will sadly catch many unaware turn to me while there's yet a still moment left repent of your sins and worship me in the light of the world my love for you has not gone cold turn to me i call each of you by name i've sent my comfort to help you comforter to help you to strengthen you to guide you leave all to me only truly believe with all your heart and you will be saved Uh, here's the last one how much more time will you choose to spend in bondage to the things of this world how much more time will you waste on things that do not bear fruit i have offered you a way of life that frees you from all burden and guides you purposely through the mission i have created for each of you individually are you truly joyful and peaceful in your soul do you have true rest at the end of each day Or or do you find that you lie down to sleep feeling frustrated, still empty, still lacking, and inadequate in what you've set out to do for that day? Uh, What do you continue day after day to chase after? Money? More and more because what you have is never enough. Material things? Do you fill your days with so much work that you could never hear my voice even if I was screaming at you? Maybe you're running from past hurts and fears. Thinking if you stay busy within those deep wounds in your heart that someday, that will someday fade away, filling your time with anything and everything as long as you keep moving to distract yourself from facing your pain. Have you actually become obsessed with things of the earth, technology, media, computers and phones, alcohol, drugs, sex, food? The list goes on and on. I have only ever asked one thing of you, and that is a relationship with you. Now, I've heard that from a lot of people that, you know, have like, had literal like visitations from God. That is the main thing that Jesus wants from us is a relationship. You know? And that relationship is cultivated I think in many ways uh praise, worship uh fasting, um ministerial work, whatever God would be calling you to do. Remember we're the body of Christ and everybody has different functions. Um I'm trying to think about other different ways, Um, you know, obviously prayer, reading the word of God. These are all different ways to have a relationship with Jesus. So um, I don't want or need your money, your hard work, your accomplishments, or your things. I want to spend time with you. It's that simple. There was a time when I walked and talked with man in the garden, meaning Adam, and and that day will come again when we will do so. But you... But you may still find me close today. I am as close as your next breath. I have never left you or forsaken you. So why have you separated yourself from me? You know by now that this world offers nothing that can truly satisfy the longing of your souls. I am the only way, the truth, and the life. Yet this request I make again. Please come to me and I will bring rest to your souls. I will give you peace that will astonish you. Give me a chance. You won't regret it. Let me fill all the empty spaces you need filled i love you jesus so we have that um and then the last two things are just two short little um uh things here i want to play and this one is the lo- they love darkness more than light it's a very short
1: hey everyone this is elizabeth marie with a lot of rain 333 And I have a short message that I would like to share with you that I received on November 11th, 2018. And I want to dedicate this video to the Lord Jesus Christ and for his glory alone. There will be a transcript of this message down below in my blog, and the link is down below. Here's the message that I received. The elections were a farce. Lies, lies, and more lies. Your country is filled with the lies of their father. For that reason, I will lift my hand of protection that helped make this land mighty. Now they will be covered with the hand of the evil one.
0: I mean, have you ever seen an election where more overt evil stuff went on? I mean, I've never ever seen anything like what they're still doing to this day, stealing this election. They're still stealing it. I've never seen one like this.
1: More, with will America drink from the fount of living waters? But they will instead wallow in the mud springs of evil and the evil one. Their demise now will come swiftly. There is no turning back, for the stage is now set. The door has closed. The times for gra- the times for grace is over in America. They will weep, but not for their sins, but for the disaster that I will allow. The curtain is closing. The end is the beginning. Now foundations have been laid. They have removed me, the chief cornerstone, and replaced it with a counterfeit. I long for my wayward children to come back to me, that once more they could enter my green pastures and join my pure sheep. All have been given choices, but they chose me not. They love the darkness more than light. For my true children, do not give up on praying for your nation. Though the door has closed for total redemption, the door remains open for a few that will still turn back to me. The door of salvation is never closed. When someone cries out, I hear the cries of their heart and I will respond. As these last days close in, there will still be pockets of revival. Pray for this. Many more still need to come into my kingdom. Before I come. Pray, dear children, for the lost. Pray for the lukewarm church. Pray for the backslidden. Save as many as you can out of the fires. This is your job for me. Your eternal Savior, Jesus. And then the the verse I got was John three thirty-nine or excuse me, John three nineteen. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil.
0: Okay, and then the last one. Now, this is ending on more of a positive note here. Um, Safe Haven Message. Um, And I'm just going to play this, again, another short one.
1: Brothers and sisters, today is November thirteenth, 2018. This is Elizabeth Marie Latterine 333. There were two messages that the Lord has given me that I have put out for you all that have come to fulfillment. And I want to bring them to you.
0: And that's that's the that's the test of a prophet of what they say comes to pass.
1: One reason alone, and that is because. I feel that the Lord is speaking to his watchmen and it is an urgent time for us to be listening to what the Lord is saying and to be heeding it because we are facing judgments that are falling now. Case in point is the one in California. I received a message about California on the 27th of October. And it was called uh, Urgent, A Call to Prayer for California. Brothers and sisters, what the Lord showed me was through the Word of God. He showed me Ezekiel 22, and it talks about, in the verse 27, about the leaders that are like wolves tearing the prey and to shed blood and to destroy people and to get dishonest gain. And then he showed me Ezekiel twenty-two thirty, that he that the Lord he sought a man, a leader or leaders who would stand in the gap, in behalf of the land. But he said he found no one. And then he, he pronounces judgment. On this because there were no righteous leaders. I mean, think about what's going to come.
0: From. They're burning people alive with these deuce weapons from the skies. What politician is doing anything about it? I mean, isn't that what she just said? There's no politician doing anything about it. either Either they're ignorant or totally on board. I mean, it's the most overt, wicked thing I've ever seen. There's probably, there's thousands of people that have been burned up just in this last fire alone, literally incinerated to skeletonized form. And again, there's so many reasons they're doing this. And I don't see anything being done about any of it at all. I've never seen the insanity of uh, the level of wickedness that I'm seeing now. Just become the norm in, in America.
1: And so it says in Ezekiel twenty two thirty one. it says, Therefore I have poured out my indignation on them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. And I have recompensed their deeds on their own heads. Brothers and sisters, when I wrote this, I did not know that the judgment of California was going to be this fire that is coming, or ha- that is here now. And apparently it's going down into San Diego. They said it's the worst fires in the history of California. And here is this verse that I said in Ezekiel 22:31 that mentions that he will consume them with the fire. That is a fulfillment of of what the Lord showed me in October 27th for California. I'm bringing this again to you all so you can pay heed to the messages and warnings, not only the ones that I am giving.
0: And unfortunately, I don't know of any other state now in America that has so turned its back on God collectively. Now, I'm not saying every single person there, but just collectively, I don't know of another state. That has more wicked agendas, more evil, more turning their back on God than California. So you would expect if there was one state where you would see God's harshest judgment at this time, well, it's going to be California.
1: My fellow watchmen that are now getting severe and urgent warnings for, especially the people in the United States and the different locations. The second fulfillment, brothers and sisters, that I want to bring to you is about Israel on Israel. The 5th of November, the Lord gave me a message for Israel. And the title of it in my uh, videos, and I will put these two videos down below for those of you who have not watched them. And this was called Israel Message, Two Signs for Israel, Time of Daniel. In this message, what the Lord showed me, was that there were two signs brothers and sisters that happened the same day that I received the message for Israel and those that those signs were a dove that came out of the wall and this is the Jerusalem wailing wall and then a, a snake followed and this was a sign of warning for Israel Because the pigeon or dove represents peace that flew away and was chased away by the snake. Which is, of course, Satan and evil. And then he gave me a message about what was coming to Israel. So brothers and sisters, I just wanted to let you know about these things. Because, like I said, we need to pay attention to the spirit of the Lord and what He is saying right now. You know, He warns His people for a reason. He forewarns us for a reason. So, for those who have ears to hear and those who have eyes to to see, please please pay attention to the Spirit and what the Spirit is, is saying to you. All right, now I want to talk about another message, brothers and sisters, that I have received. It's about the safe havens and I want to put a disclaimer out here for the safe havens.
0: So this is about safe havens that God is setting up. Now, I've had heard about this for a long time. I've always believed this was gonna be the case. And now I'm actually seeing some people actually talk about it in this regard.
1: I do not know exactly how they're all going to come about. I know that there are a few, very few safe havens that I know about in the United States that are being getting ready and getting prepared on um, the orders of the Lord Jesus Christ, that they have been led by Jesus to supernaturally help prepare places for people to go. However, the Lord has said that no one is to move until he moves them. So if you go ahead and out of fear or out of your own imaginations think you need to leave, you be, could be doing harm to your family. Yes,
0: be very, very careful about just up and going from your current location. Make sure that you've prayed, you've fasted, that you know 100% for sure that God is leading you out of wherever you're at. Because if you're not being led, then you're out of God's will. And it's it's God can really... Uh, it can really get rough, um, and and I don't want to see that happen uh, to, to any of my listeners.
1: Unless it's a move of the Holy Spirit and the move of God, then I would say stay put until you hear from the Lord. That's why it is so important for us to hear the Lord. You know, it says in James 4.8, it says if we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. So that is a call for us to spend time with the Lord in our prayer closets. So we are close enough to him that we can hear when he, when that small voice comes and says, move. Brothers and sisters, sometimes you're going to hear it through a small voice. Sometimes you'll hear it through a dream, a word, a vision. It could be a sign that he shows you, or it could be a prophetic prophetic voice in your life. There's so much. Here's
0: another way you could have, the place where you're currently at that door close and then all of a sudden another one opens that like you could not even imagine like the day before that how that door could open like when god brought us up here taylor and i i mean it was pretty miraculous it was really pretty miraculous how we got up here to north carolina and it happened very quickly and it happened it happened in a way I had no clue. I would have had no clue it was ever going to happen the way that it happened. I mean, none. Literally, like, the day before I found out, like, that, whatever, I wouldn't have had any real clue that it was going to turn out that way. So, there, that's another one.
1: Ways that the Lord speaks to us, and we have to be paying attention, we have to be watching to, to hear what the Lord is saying to us. If you have not been told to move or to relocate, then just have peace in knowing that you are where the Lord wants you to be. And if He wants you to move, He will tell you. He will show you. The other thing I want to bring is the fact that I am beginning to get a little bit of a different picture about the safe havens. And I will explain this on some further videos as the Lord shows me but this is going to be a supernatural move of the Lord that he is going to be moving his people and I'm not exactly sure how this is going to come about I don't I believe it's a a move to the wilderness Um, not literally a wilderness but uh, a place that's set apart from the world and it's going to be supernatural and it's going to be protected by the Lord's holy angels So I don't know exactly how this is all going to play out, brothers and sisters. That's why we need to stay really close to him during these very, very urgent times that we are living in. All right, with that, I'm going to go ahead and read this message to you. And I received this message on November 2nd, 2018. There is a time coming where nothing will be safe. Where you go, what you do, who you are with, Prepare your hearts for such a time where danger lurks on every street corner. Brother will be against brother, parents against their children, families divided and split right down the middle. The hate will be palatable, and it shall spread like wildfire. However, there will be true lights that will shine in the darkness. When I heard that, brothers and sisters, I actually saw... Complete blackness, and then I saw little pricks of light all over that. And then I heard those words again. I'll read it again. However, there will be true lights that will shine in the darkness. There shall be my, there will be my safe havens that, excuse me, these shall be my safe havens that will be protected amidst the hate. I will lead my true ones there one by one. They will hear my voice and follow. The spirit of Haman will not touch them, for only my love will reign supreme there. You will run to the hills in a moment's notice. This time will come. Watch for it and prepare. I have told you ahead of time, because I warn those that I love. Let me lead you to the gate of the true gate of life, and you may enter into my presence there. Watch for the days are wicked. Your Savior, Yeshua. And then, brothers and sisters, I was given two beautiful verses concerning what the safe havens might look like. One's in Ezekiel 34, 25-31, and the other one is Psalms 72-31 three through four and those scriptures will be in my blog and the link for this transcript is down below also
0: okay now so what uh she was saying there again a lot of confirmation to me because i have believed for a long time that well god God always in the bible always preserves a remnant always you know and, and this is what I always try to point to when you can look at the sheer doom and gloom and all the we're going to die. We're going to die today type of mentality that's out there. And if you go and you look at alternative media, it's all man centered. Everything's man centered. We got to save our own skin and we got to do this and we got to do that and we got to whatever. And I'm not saying be prepared. I've been a, a big thing in being prepared, but be prepared body, soul and spirit, you know, and and Um. As the Lord leads, obviously. But um, I've heard, I had a, uh, before I moved up here, I had a, uh, a friend, a lady named Barbara, and um, she had told me on numerous occasions that God had given her a vision about that it's going to get so wicked that she was given a vision where she was in a house, she was in a house, I think, and just in a normal neighborhood. And she looked out her front window and they were literally sacrificing somebody in her front lawn. And that was just the norm. That was the way it was. It was just the norm in the cities. And then I heard another one the other day of another prophet lady. And she said basically the same thing. She, she had a dream and she was in this this um, uh, grocery store, I think. She was in there and she said she walked in and she just knew it was in the future. And she, she But she knew there was just danger all around her. And literally as soon as she walked into this place, I think it was like a grocery store, something like that. That... They were eyeing her up to rape her. The guys that were out front and stuff. Now remember, what was it like in Sodom and Gomorrah's day? Well, when the angels came into the city, they were eyeing up the the uh, all the Sodomites from from um, Sodom were eyeing up these angels because they wanted to have sex with them. And they wanted they wanted to have sex with them so bad that the, that the angels struck them, had to strike them blind, and they were still groveling at the door to try to whatever. Um, read the end of Judges. Where it talks about like a guy that, that brings his concubine or whatever into the city. It was in it was in like Israel, Jerusalem, and and the men wanna have sex with him and not his concubine, but he gives them his concubine instead. And they rape her all night and kill her. And then he takes her body the next day because, you know, he's so, this is how, I guess he was so broken up about it. He cuts her body up and sends it to all parts of the kingdom in Israel to show them what a wicked city this was. It was a Benjamite city. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, dude, you're really manning up there. You you give your concubine instead of yourself to have sex with and they rape her. And your 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 solution to that is to carve her up and send a different body part to each part of the, the tribes of Israel So they know how wicked the city is and then it caused a gigantic war with the benjamites and a lot of the other israelites all the other tribes i mean that's how wicked it had gotten in judges well what was judges every man did that which was right in his own eyes judges is is there's some messed up stuff man in that book you know but that just shows to happen when you're not guided by god and that's going to be the norm now but this other one i heard the other day where the lady goes in there and um these guys are ironing her up and She sees this guy that she knows is a Christian, but he's drunk. And she just goes up, though, and she grabs him by the arm and acts like she's together with him. And then all the other guys kind of back off. But then she sees another lady coming in with her child. It's like a three-year-old boy. And as soon as she walks in the front door the the lady that's having the vision the dream goes up to her says you've got to get out of here now this is not safe but it was too late they grabbed the lady they grabbed the little boy they took the little boy to one part of the parking lot was raping him and took her to another part was raping her that's going to be the norm it's going to get that wicked and i keep seeing this over and over again i don't think it's going to get i'm sorry i just i don't see this the way the country's moving And the Bible says, evil men and seducers shall wax. That means grow worse and worse. I mean, you you can't think we're going to go into the tribulation. It's going to get better and better and better. It's going to get gooder and gooder and gooder. And everybody's going to be more uh, acting Christian. Going into the one world order, going into the new world order, going into the tribulation, going into the arrival of the Antichrist, the false prophet. You got to believe it's got to be getting more wicked. So I do believe, though, God is going to have these safe havens. He always preserves a remnant. I've I've said that over and over again. And that it's going to have to be up between your relationship, though, with God and you hearing God's voice, which is what all that other stuff that I just read was all about, where you will know if you're supposed to move or you're supposed to go. Maybe God is going to protect you right where you're at. Okay? Maybe he's going to call you to one of these safe havens. And, and I believe Satan is, he's going to shield Satan and his demons from all of this stuff. And they're not going to know the whereabouts of these places. So I've been hearing more about this. And what I'm saying is, is the stuff I'm saying today, does it not line up with scripture? Does it not line up with what the Bible predicts? That God does always preserve a remnant? That it is going to get more wicked? That things are going to get more chaotic going into the tribulation period? I mean, I'm just saying, I, I I don't see how it doesn't line up with that. Um, these safe havens will be going up all over the country. People must pray for the locations in order to find them. This is the time to start praying. People should be on a mission now to seek out these places. They are just starting to gather now. So I would say devote some of your time and prayer to this, okay? Because you may know where you're at right now is not where God wants you, Okay you may like hardly even have to pray about that you know um, but where does he want you where does he want you overtly well god knows the beginning from the end i think it's just a matter of getting a hold of god and if prayer's not working add fasting to it come together with other christians and do it which amplifies the power of the of the fasting and the prayer you know one could put a thousand a flight two could put ten thousand flight and it's a biblical concept um so then we look at um hebrews 11 verse 7 and 8 it says now by faith because it always comes down to faith do you have to faith to believe that god can preserve you by faith noah when warned about things not yet seen he was right in the middle of genesis 6 he was in the middle he saw the giants he saw probably the fallen angels He saw the the animal-human-Nephilim-type hybrids. He saw them, guaranteed, him and his sons. So by faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, meaning the flood, in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. So he was in preparation for like, I don't know, like 100 years or whatever it was, building this ark. By faith, he condemned the world and became the heir of righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place, he would later receive as his inheritance. Okay, what are these safe havens? They're a place for us to go as a safe haven that God would put there. Okay, so by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place, he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, and even though he did not know where he was going. So you may not even know where you're going, but God may call you there. So it ends by saying, brothers and sisters, the Lord has shown me a safe haven and I believe that he will show me more and connect me to others that are forming. I believe that this is a new assignment that he has given me and I will willingly and joyfully accept. I think you're going to see more of this. Uh, He is now starting to position his people physically and spiritually. Only those who feel the nudging of the Holy Spirit will be moved. Many will not be told to move. Only those that are in danger or are called it will be different for each person that is why we need to hear his voice when he calls these safe havens will be hidden places and protected by the lord so again i don't see anything unbiblical about that i mean it, the only alternative is that god's just going to wipe all his remnant out and let everybody die and there's no bible for any of that i don't believe that you know but we have to have the faith to believe it as well and i believe that the the remnant that's here are going to be mighty and do exploits, like the Bible says. Again, I'm not here to be Debbie Downer. I'm not here to like leave everybody despondent. I'm here to hopefully, to hopefully, in the end, encourage you um, in every way, shape, and form to get more in line with, with what God wants for you in your life and your family and not do it in a way where I'm telling you I'm holier than thou because I'm not. So that's all I have for today. Um, take it to the Lord in prayer, and um, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you. We come humbly before you. Thank you for this day, this time you've given us, Lord God. Um, Lord, I just pray that that your, your spirit would bear witness with our spirit any and all truth that's been set forth and put out today, Lord. Um, I loose your holy angels, God, over my listeners, Lord God, over um, the body of Christ, and I, I just pray that we would be convicted, Lord God, in every day, every aspect of our lives to, to do your will, Lord God, um, to be cognizant of what you want for us to not grieve the Holy spirit that dwells within us. Um, and that we would be mindful about what we're putting before us and what things we're, you know, watching and doing and, and seeing, you know, you know, what type of fruit that it bears. And I pray, Lord God, that you would convict by the power of the Holy Spirit and your angelic host, all those listening to this, Lord, and the body of Christ, where these safe havens are, if they're to be moved there. And the timing, God, I just pray for everything, divine providence, the timing, the knowledge, everything, Lord, and that you would open the doors no man can shut and shut the doors no man can open. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins that we have committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, in that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.